Good morning, friends, on this Sunday, March 29th of 2020. My name is Reverend Nick Phillips, and welcome to our service of worship here at Carmen United Church in Sydney Mines. With the ongoing state of emergency around the coronavirus pandemic, our service is once again being recorded and brought to you by the magic of the internet. Sadly, we cannot open our church building to the public at this time, so we continue to worship virtually in a different form as the world around us seems to be continually changing on a daily basis, if not more frequently. As I mentioned last weekend, to many of our church members this week when we talked on the phone, we are not in this alone. We hope to continue to support each other in whatever way we can. Together as a church and as a community, we will see this through. If you are in need again, I encourage you and welcome you to call the church, and we will help out in whatever way we can. Our church website, www.carmenunited.ca, will soon be updated with pertinent information as to how we will try to stay connected in this time. We are having daily meetings, Tuesdays through Fridays at noon, as we check in with each other, just see one another's faces and, and pray together. Uh, you are welcome to join us if you are able, and those links will be provided uh, on our website. And if you check the description, wherever it shows up in this video, uh, you will see links to that as well, that information. It is great to see our faces together and chat. Uh, I'm also hoping to put together a newsletter in which will be emailed to you with resources and updates as to what, uh, what's going on and how things are unfolding here at the church. And again, if you check the description of the video, I will put in all that information. As I said last week, we are created for worship. So we continue to worship in our homes as we seek God's presence in these uncertain days. We pray for his comfort. We pray for his peace. We continue to pray for healing and hope. And we pray that this will soon be over so that we can get back together face to face once again. So let us gather for worship on this day. And let us light our Christ candle as we prepare our hearts to worship our God. We light this candle to acknowledge that the light of Christ, God's Son, is always with us through His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Let us join our hearts in prayer. Holy God, we welcome you among us this morning from wherever we are. Your Spirit hovers over all creation, entering into our hearts as we worship you this day. While it may feel strange, we trust that all we do today will bring you the glory. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Today we will read from Paul's letter to the Philippians in chapter 4, verses 4 through 9. Peter writes, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. 
Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard heard from me or seen in me, put into practice and the peace of God will be with you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us join together in prayer. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, you who are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. As I record this on a Friday afternoon, we've seen a lot since we last saw one another on Sunday. We are now in a state of emergency. We are asked to be at home as much as humanly possible. This is my first time out of the house since Monday. And as I called members of the church this past week, I'm glad to hear that everyone is playing by the rules or being good. So good for you and staying home. Everyone seems to be taking this advice very seriously. We want to slow the impact of COVID-19 as much as possible to give our health care system a fighting chance. As they repeatedly tell us, they need us to slow this down to keep our hospitals from being overrun. But at the same time, I live on Main Street, and I see many cars go by the front of my house. I don't know where they're all going, but it concerns me now that we are starting to see evidence of community spread of this virus, which we knew was likely to come. The problem with COVID-19, of course, is that it takes up to two weeks for uh, symptoms to appear and have an impact on us. And it takes, that means it takes two weeks for these interactions to show up in our statistics. So whatever happened two weeks ago is just now starting to show up as we hear these reports of new cases. These all began about two weeks ago. So if we all had self-isolated as much as possible maybe two weeks ago, we might be seeing a flatter curve than what we are. This, this flattening of the curve that we're all being encouraged to be part of. So here's hoping that as we've stayed in our homes much of this week, that we're starting to see this flattening of curve that will be um, evident in two weeks' time. We just pray and we hope for that. All we can do, and unless the government enforces stronger measures, is to encourage one another to stay home. So if you are not staying home, please do. I'm just in this building and out of my house long enough to record this service. I'm in and out as fast as I can. I'm not interacting with anyone. I'm not touching a whole lot of things. And then I'm going to go home and I'll stay there until I need to maybe do this again or run out for a quick run to get groceries. Other than that, we are staying home and I hope that you are as well. Another thing I've done this past week is I've tried to cut back on the news, watching the news. It's not easy because it's on like all the time, this, the stories, but I have done better. You know, I'll, I'll check in early in the afternoon after the Prime Minister has spoken just to see what he has offered to Canadians. I, I'll be checking in daily to see what our province has to say about any measures that they are implementing or even how many new cases we're seeing. I'll check some of the wider news stories so that we know what is happening in the rest of the world. But that's about it. I don't need to be inundated with the news. The reason I'm doing this, trying to cut back, is to try to keep my anxiety down. 
Sure, I am worried what will happen. I'm anxious. We all are. But I'm trying not to let this pandemic get the best of me. Last week, we looked at Jesus and his reassurance to fear not. In the meantime, it just feels like maybe things have gotten more stressful as more news comes out, particularly you look at New York City. Today, I want to share with you from Philippians, particularly where Paul reassures the people with these words, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Again, in our anxious times, we can turn to God for comfort and peace. The best way I find to do this is to spend time with God in prayer. More on that in just a little bit. We, if you remember, we're in the season of Lent, the season of walking with Jesus to the cross. It's a traditional time of fasting, of giving up something in order to build our relationship with God. This is modeled by Jesus as he spent 40 days in the wilderness at the very start of his ministry. And we looked at that a few months ago. We spend these 40 days from Ash Wednesday to Easter Sunday walking with Jesus, possibly even fasting, giving up some things to reflect on what his life has meant to us, his ministry. What did he teach us? How does he show us to live? What has he told us about living with one another? What has he shown us about God? All of this leading to his death on the cross. A death which shows us sin and death have no hold on those who follow him. Because on Easter morning, Jesus rises again. Not for his glory, but for God's glory. And God's love for us. It is the ultimate sacrifice of love so we may see God's power at work in and through Jesus Christ our Lord. And when we follow Jesus, God's love and his work is done through us. Now, surely, maybe none of us predicted giving up quite this much for Lent this year, did we? Even on Easter, we we, we cannot see at this time how it will be possible for us to gather in person, in worship, at a central location together. We've already canceled our Holy Week activities, our lunches, our ecumenical services. But as a ministerial, as churches together, we are trying to explore ways in which we might worship together at home, but as a community of churches as well. I don't even know exactly how much longer I'll be allowed to come into the church to record these services. You may see me soon uh, recording from my office at home. I hope, though, as part of all of this unfolding around us is that we are starting to realize that church is more than just a building. Yes, our buildings are beautiful. Yes, our buildings are important to us, but are our buildings truly the church? I I hope that we're learning that the church is more about community, calling one another, helping one another, picking things up for one another. It is about each other. It's about our relationships. It's about serving each other helping each other, sharing with, with, with each other. Now, sure, yes, a building is nice to have. But take away the building, and I think we see that we are still indeed a church. 
Are we not? I'd call out for an amen right now, but so you can just do it at home nice and loud. Nobody else can hear you. Paul tells us to present our requests to God. Give God our anxiety. Give God our fears. Give God our uncertainty. Give God our questions. Give it all to God. Why should we do this? Why does Paul say we should do this? Paul says, because God will give us, our, uh, give us his peace and will guard our hearts and guard our minds. This may seem strange to some of you, so let me take you through an exercise I actually taught you about a year ago at this time. It is a simple prayer exercise. Now, normally I would, I, would, I would say something, then give you silence and time to reflect on what I'm asking you to do. But again, that's not exactly riveting television. So, um, so you have a pause button on your screen. So if you need just to simply stop and uh, jot down or reflect on what I'm saying, use the pause button. It is there for a reason. Or you can rewind the service and, and play it again at a later time. Now, if I did this in person in the church here, I would probably hear complaints of, you're going too fast. But, you know, that's up to you. You can slow it down and pause. You could even fast forward, I suppose, though I can't recommend it personally. I think that this exercise I'm going to be teaching you is, is, is a great exercise which allows us to take everything to God and let him calm our anxiety and our fears. We all have some sort of anxiety in our lives right now, no question about it. And this could be the first time in several generations where we all have the same fears. From young to old, we are all concerned about the same thing, and that being the coronavirus, COVID-19. So let us use this method of prayer, which I hope will bring you some comfort and peace and a comfort and peace that only God can bring. And if you remember, the method of this prayer is called STAR. S-T-A-R. STAR reminds us of four simple steps to find the comfort of God in a given moment. Some of you, I know when I taught it a year ago, used it uh, throughout the week, and you found great comfort when you used it. So this is kind of a reminder that, yes, this is still available to us. So we start with the S, of course. The S of star stands for stop. We are going to try and stop fixing the situation. And maybe in the case of the pandemic, we're going to try for a moment, if possible, to stop worrying about things, even just for a moment. This is where our stress happens, right? When we try to fix things we cannot fix, when we overly worry about things that are beyond our control. So we just try and stop to pause things in our lives, even just for a moment. T stands for take a breath, breathe. Breathing helps us calm ourselves. It helps us center ourselves. So if you are comfortable, just take a moment to close your eyes and just breathe slowly. Inhale on a count of three. Exhale on a count of five. Breathe in, two, three. Breathe out, two, three, four, five. In, two, three. Out, two, three, four, 
5. And just repeat that as you, as you need to, to center yourself and calm yourself and just slow the moment down. So we, we have stopped. We've stopped trying to fix things. We, we've, we've taken a breath to center ourselves. And now we're on to the A, which stands for appreciate. And that is to just remember a time when you were joyful or thankful. We all have those moments. Be specific as possible in your memory. It could be something from this morning or last week or even from a decade ago. But there was a time when you felt great peace and comfort and thankful. Bring the memory to mind. Remember as much detail as you possibly can. As you picture this moment, think to yourself, like, what do I feel? And if you have trouble with this, that's fine. It's okay. Just keep trying. Just keep breathing. Now, can you picture Jesus in this memory? Just ask Jesus now. Jesus, where are you in this moment? And look around. Where, where is he? What is he doing? What, what is he saying? If you're getting anything, you may want to take a moment to write it down. It may not seem like anything significant in the moment, possibly. Maybe it is. But it could mean something even later as you reflect back. Don't just brush it off as nonsense. Jesus wants you to know something right now. And he's sharing it with you in this moment. Appreciate. This is the A. Appreciate what is happening right now. Appreciate the gift of God that he has given you in this moment as Jesus shows you where he is. So we've had stop, S, T, take a breath, A, appreciate, which is what you've just done. And the final is R. R is for our response. So stop, take a breath, appreciate, and respond. Respond to what Jesus has told you today. Give thanks. If you haven't received anything, give thanks anyway. Give thanks to God for the blessings in your lives. Give thanks to God for what he has just shared with you for those who have experienced something. God wants you to know of his presence and his love. So keep trying if you are struggling. Something will come to you. It just takes some practice. Like anything, hearing God in prayer does not always work right away. It takes practice. It takes some time to learn his voice. Think about when you, when you train a dog. Can you teach a dog anything on your first try? No. It's hours and hours of work as the dog learns to understand your voice and your commands. With God, it's not that different, except in this case, we are the ones being trained. It is the one who is speaking to us, so we learn to hear his voice and his commands. And once we learn to hear and understand, we give thanks to God for his presence. So at the end of star, with the yar, respond. Give thanks to God for his presence. If you do this, I believe it will help bring our anxiety and our fears before God. How? Because we know he is always with us. Because we felt it. Like Paul has said at the start of our reading, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Rejoice for the Lord is near. 
May you know his presence in your life today and every day because of his great love for you. Amen. At this time, I would just like to have us join our hearts in prayer. Normally in our church service, I would start a prayer. You all would offer your own prayers, and then I would close us in prayer. But a long silence in in, in a video is is not conducive to these kinds of times. So I'm going to recommend that I lead us in a time of prayer. And at the end of the service, when the video ends, feel free to spend your own time in prayer, praying for things that are on your own heart. Pray something for yourself. Pray, pray for your family. Pray for your friends, your neighbors, your loved ones. Pray for doctors and nurses. Pray for our healthcare system. Pray for teachers. Pray for students. There's so many things we can be praying for right now. So feel free to take that time on your own to pray. There'll be a few points in the prayer while I will recite these words. Uh, we pray to the Lord, Lord, hear my prayer. And when I say those words, please join me in the response, which is, Lord, hear our prayer, the second part. So let us join our hearts together in a time of prayer. Let us pray. Lord, we gather today in our various homes, longing to be together in one place. But even here, wherever we are, you are still with us. So we thank you, Father, for this time of worship, this time of acknowledging your presence, and thank you for the blessings of life we have. We pray to the Lord, Lord, hear our prayer. God, we pray for so many people today. We, we pray for our church. You know the struggles we face. You know the separation we feel from each other. You know those who are sick and in need of comfort, those who are in need of healing and peace. So we pray for our church in these days. May you lift up our Christian brothers and sisters, our church family, and provide for all their needs. We pray to the Lord, Lord, hear our prayer. We pray, too, for those who are the vulnerable and afraid in these days. We pray for seniors. We pray for those with weakened immune systems. We pray for those who suffer from addiction. We pray for those who live in poverty. Lord, may you protect all these people and give them peace and hope. May they not feel alone and scared. May those around them reach out in love and support. May you be there for them. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We continue to pray for doctors and nurses at the front lines fighting this virus and seeking to save as many lives as they possibly can in difficult circumstances. God, bless them. God, protect them and comfort them in these difficult days. Give them wisdom and healing powers as they seek to do all they possibly can for all who come through the doors in need. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray too for our governments at all levels. May you protect our Prime Minister and his family, our Premier and his family, our Mayor and his family, our MPs, our MLAs, our councillors. May you guide them and lead them in the ways they can best serve our country in a time of need. We thank you for the actions already taken and ask you to bless them all as they make many more important decisions in the coming days and weeks. We pray to the Lord, Lord, hear our prayer. Father, we pray for our families and our friends some of whom may be sick or anxious or afraid. May you take those anxious fears and bring your peace and your healing to those we love. We pray to the Lord, Lord, hear our prayer. God, we turn all our prayers to you. 
for ourselves, our loved ones, our church, our country, and the entire world. We take all these prayers and offer them to you in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, the one who taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. My friends, once again, I I thank you for joining me today. I would like to encourage you to support your local church as we are all going through difficult times. If you would like to donate online, you may do so through our website. And again, the links are provided. And this week, we've also added the option for an e-transfer. That is a bank-to-bank transaction, usually without fees. So if you wish to support us that way, you may do so. And again, information on our website and through the, 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 the video description. If you have any questions, feel free to call the church office at any time and Uh, we will do our best to help you in whatever way. While our ministry within the building is not happening, our ministry to the world, to one another, still continues. And of course, the bills do still keep coming in. At this time, we're spending roughly eight to $9,000 a month to keep our church functioning, to pay salaries and uh, and other related bills. So uh, your support is greatly appreciated. Again, if you need offering picked up, give us a call and we will arrange for that. If you just wish to give monthly, that's okay too. Whatever works best for you. So thank you for your support and God bless you. As we prepare to end our service of worship for this day, let us go forth in the name of God and serve those who are around us in this time of need. May we know God's peace in our hearts And may we try to turn our fears and our anxieties over to God so that we may receive his hope in our lives. We will continue to pray for his kingdom to come to this earth as it is in heaven. May the peace of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you all this day and forevermore. Amen and amen. God bless you, my friends. And again, I hope to see you very, very soon. Thank you for listening to Be Still and Know, a ministry of Carmen United Church in Sydney Mines. To learn more about our ministry, please visit our website, www.carmenunited.ca. May God bless you this day.